Welcome to Zenergy, the interactive podcast providing resources for building a better life. I am Zenashe. I'm your conduit, your catalyst, and your coach to that better life. A coach draws out hidden potential in the subject. A conduit provides a connection and a catalyst sparks change. So today on this Sunday, we are here and we're going to be talking about elevation. I have two guests with me today. I have Tony Hadnot and his beautiful wife, Adrian. So say hi to the people. Tell What's going on, everybody? And when he, you know, I always put, as I tell everybody, I have those 10 topics up on my uh, podcast guest form and I always put, you know, those topics up there, A to whatever letter we're at. And the, the guest gets to pick the topic. And then I think about whenever it gets picked, I'm like, okay, what do I think about this topic? What does it mean to me? So when I think of elevation, I think of upgrading, I think of evolution. I think of trying to move forward, learn from your mistakes, um, and, and always trying to have that high standard. You know, I know as a parent, I've had high standards as a teacher, I've had high standards as a business owner. I, I try to have high standards for myself. I try to think about what would I want if I was the customer? How would I want to be treated? Um, what would really appeal to me? How would I want, you know, this product to be put together? And I even think about, you know, when you start out, you kind of have to do what you can afford, but then you end up trying to upgrade, you know? So I remember when I first got some of my packaging, I had little Ziploc bags <laughs> and then I was able to kind of get, you know, the ones that are a little, little blingy, you know, the right. little blingy, you know? And, and when I first started out selling the keychains for the guests that are listening, this is one of those little uh, kind of goodie bags that you see in the dollar store, right? I, I had this where I put my, my, um, motivational bands and I had my keychains, and now I have this wonderful little swirly, um, silver display case, <laughs> you, you know? Go. So, you know, elevation, trying to do things better, trying to improve, you know, when I first did my volume one, I had no real picture on it. I had just the words. And then I came back and I was like, let me give them a little bit more of what they're going to get, you know, and here's a little word map, you know, those little word maps you can design and a little more information. And then when I did volume two, I decided I was actually going to put a table of contents, which there was not one in volume one. And I actually had decided in volume one also to put the episodes for each of the topics. So always trying to think about like, how can I improve? How can I do things better? Um, how can I grow as a person? You know, I was just talking to a friend that I met on Facebook and he was saying that he thought that there were a lot of problems in relationships because people just made excuses. Well, that's just how I am. You know, if you don't like it, you need to just, you know, move around. Instead of saying how, well, how could I elevate myself? How could I actually be a better partner? You know, be a better friend, be a better brother or sister, a community member. And they didn't want to um, do that self-searching and that, that accountability, you know, taking accountability. So, you know, that's what I think about when it comes to elevation. So why, why did you pick that topic? What does it mean to you? Um, to me, I mean, you basically kind of covered the basics of what my answer was actually going to be. But to me, elevation is basically, um, like you said, evolving and just doing what you can to become a better version of yourself. I think a lot of people get the word elevation misconstrued. I feel like it's like 
they feel like they're trying to get to a certain place, but I feel like there are certain places under that whole umbrella of that idea of evolution. So yeah, to me, that's what evolution is. And I feel like I'm I'm currently in a state of evolution now based on the things that I'm doing right now with the photography career and uh, the things that I have going on right now. So yeah, that's basically in a nutshell. I just feel like it's just, you know, constantly doing what you can to uh, just become like the best version of yourself as you, you know, progress through life, as you carve your path. So yeah. I like that as you carve your path. I right. like that. Right. You know, I heard uh, Matthew McConaughey say somebody asked him who his role model was. And he said, let me get back to you. And then he came back and he said, my role model is me 10 years from now. That's it. And then they came back and they asked him 10 years later, well, who's your role model now? He's like me 10 years from now. Right. Right. You know, and he's like, I'm never going to be that person. I'm always going to be striving to be that person. I'm always going to be setting that goal to how can I, you know, have a five year plan, have a 10 year plan. Where do you see yourself, you know, in five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? What's your bucket list, you know, and have that vision of yourself. And and I, I, I have a passion planner. So I do a lot of that little writing down. They have that in the very beginning of the year. They have this like mind map where. Okay, where do you want to be at six months? Right. Where do you want to be at the end of the year? And then when you get to the middle of the year, you're supposed to go back and look at that. Right. And see right. how much you accomplish and then readjust your goals, you know. And then they have a monthly reflection. At the end of every month, you do a little monthly reflection. Well, we're not even at the end of July, but I actually was doing a little monthly reflection. And I was looking at, you know, this month, I finished volume two on July 4th. And that was an accomplishment. I was excited about that. And um, then I actually added five platforms for my Zenergy podcast. Right. I was excited about that. Did a sold out show Friday. And all of this was kind of that elevation, trying to shoot higher and do more, you know, and just looking at everything that had happened this month, I was like, okay, I'm elevated. I'm pushing myself farther. And then I went back to school guys out there. If you are in school <laughs> right now, especially if you over like 25, Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> it's a different ball game. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You forget what college is like when you get out of it. I mean, I got this huge, like 500 page book to read, you know, and I got a whole nother one. I got like two of them. So yeah, it's it's a lot. Oh, yeah. It's a lot, but I'm learning a lot. I'm I'm taking a business class. So that's another thing about elevation. Elevation requires you to get out of your comfort zone. Yes. It requires you to learn. It requires you to sometimes spend money. Yes. And definitely spend time and effort. Yes. <laughs> you know. So yes. you were talking about with your business, you know, from where you started to now like what was that journey like and how have you seen yourself kind of elevate it's so funny because like I, I believe in the idea of like manifestation and speaking things in existence and this actually dates back to before I even picked up a camera so uh what we were living in Beaumont what like seven years we've been here for about seven eight years now mm -hmm. it was funny because when I was living there back then I was working for a cable company it was kind of like I mean it was okay I got paid decent money so on and so forth but you know it was just not my passion and at this time I thought I wanted to be like a graphic designer or an illustrator or something like that I've been an artist my entire life she can tell you right now I was so like so undecided on what I wanted to do in my life but I knew that I, I wanted to do something. I knew that I wanted to achieve some sort of level of greatness or whatever you want to call it. So it was funny because right after we got married, 
we were both like, okay, well, Beaumont has nothing to offer for us. So we need to move. She's originally from Dallas. And so we were just kind of like, all right, it's going to be a toss up. It's going to be either Houston or Dallas. Whatever happens first happens. So she ended up getting a job uh, here in Houston first. We lived apart for about four months. I had to go visit her for like every weekend or whatever the case may be. So that happened. And it got to a point where I just started to like give up. I mean, I was feeling so bad. But I remember when I was working at this job, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I know at some point I'm leaving this. I'm leaving this city. I am totally leaving this city. And it ended up happening. I ended up getting a job doing uh, graphic design. So at first I was like, okay, that's cool. So maybe that's the power of manifestation, speaking things into existence. So while I had that job, I was doing graphic design, found out I didn't love that. Don't get me wrong. I'm talented at it. I was getting like little side hustles and paid gigs to do that so on and so forth, but I didn't love it. Got into another hustle. The graphic design led me into doing t-shirt designs. So when I got into the t-shirt design thing, I was like, all right, what I got to do to market this t-shirt? I've always been like this hustler mentality kind of guy. Just couldn't figure out what that, where I wanted to take it. So I was like, what am I going to do with the t-shirt thing? I got to get it marketed on social media, so on and so forth. So ironically, I was like, I don't want to pay a photographer to take pictures of models wearing my t-shirts. I need a camera. So she actually bought me a camera for Christmas that year. And it was like a little beginner starter camera, so on and so forth. So I got the camera and I found a, uh, um, like a photography class on Groupon for like $5. Took the class, refreshed my brain on uh, photography, the basics and fundamentals. And so we would like go out, like me and one of my best friends at the time would go out, we'd go take pictures of the city, so on and so forth, just so I can kind of get familiar with it. And uh, it got to a point where people were just kind of like, yo, your photography is kind of dope. So I'm thinking nothing of it. I'm like, okay, well, appreciate it. So I just kind of kept practicing, kept grinding, so on and so forth. Found out that I actually fell in love with it. And then that's what made me decide to um, basically take it to the business. And that's where I felt like that elevation started to come. So at that time, I was still working, had a job, doing the photography, ended up getting laid off of my job. Luckily, I was able to get another job right after that. Found out that I absolutely just despised that job. I worked there for what, four years? Worked there for four years. And at this time, my trajectory was starting starting to go up. So I'm starting to, you know, build a clientele, so on and so forth. And uh, it got to a point where it was just starting to become just taking over my job schedule because I was like taking extended lunches. I was leaving early, coming in late because I was like, I got to put my business first. Mm -hmm. And um, one day I just woke up and I was like, Adrian, I can't I can't do this anymore. I can't I can't be at this job anymore. So she was just like, OK, leave. And I was surprised because normally she's like, okay, well, bills got to get paid, so on and so forth. And she knows I'm like such a random person. I just kind of do things. But, um, you know, I had that inkling in me to just take that leap of faith. And I did it. And ever since then, it's been the greatest thing that's ever happened. I've been put in rooms with people that I never thought I'd be in the room with. You know, I've had people grace my camera who I never thought would grace my camera. And here we are. So, you know, throughout all of that, to me, was always a sense of elevation. And mind you, throughout that entire journey, it still manifesting, speaking things into existence, praying, you know, all that good stuff and just letting it happen. So that's what it is. <laughs> that's a beautiful story. And and I say the same thing about my journey. Um, I was I had written forever. I had right. written since I was like nine years old. Um, and then. I was introduced to spoken word, of course. I think everybody's heard spoken word, and I was intimidated by it. I was like, how do they remember all that? How do they get up in front of an audience <laughs> and like not forget when they look out? And then um, I remember telling my mother, 
you know, I'm, 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 I don't think I could do that. People say I have a nice voice. They say that people would really feel my poetry if I performed it, but I, I'm intimidated. Like she was like, why would you be worried about memorizing your own words and your words? You can memorize other people's words. You memorize songs all the time. You sing these songs by heart. Why can't you do that with your words? She was like, you're, you're not, you're selling yourself short. Right. Just do it. And then, you know, it's great when you have a significant other, because I remember the first time I performed, of course, the crowd was wonderful, but the guy was dating. He was like, oh, that was so hard. <laughs> you know, he was just bouncing off the walls. Right. I was like, wow. I mean, I was more excited, like, seeing him be like that. Right. that it was, it was like, man, wow. Okay, somebody really believes in me. Somebody really feels like I can do this and be, you know, great at it. Right. And so that was when I started like doing a lot of performing and a lot of submitting and got, well, the time we were published, I'm sorry, the time we were together, I got published 10 times right, in 10 months. And I had only been published three times in my entire life before <laughs> that. Right. So that is the power of like support and support can definitely help you to elevate yeah. when people believe in you, Absolutely. when people um, kind of egg you on, even when people kind of kick you in the butt. Cause I've had some people say, Hey, you wasting too much time. Okay. You've been taking that podcasting class for like three months. <laughs> when is your first episode? Uh, right. okay. I'm gonna schedule it. I'm gonna schedule. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Cause, uh, you know, life ain't waiting for you. Come on, no. come on. You know, so sometimes you need people to even kick you in the butt to, to elevate you, you know, to just tell you to get off of, as, as they say, you know, shit or get off the pot, you know, just move forward, <laughs> you know, cause sometimes we can overthink things. So it's, it's beautiful when someone says, you have this dream, go for it. Oh, you know, 100%. I support you. I support you. That's 100%. awesome. I think nothing's better than having like a dope support system, man. Like seriously, like without that, I don't think I wouldn't have gotten where I am now because, um, you know, I was, like you said, I was constantly overthinking it. Just, you know, one day I'm going to do it. One day I'm going to do it. One day I'm going to do it. If I kept saying that, I was just going to keep saying one day I'm going to do it. And then one day I was just like, no, do it. And I did it. <laughs> so I agree with you totally there. And 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 to even take that story further from the one day I'm gonna do it, you know, to the do it. I remember um I was doing shows off of Bamel and I had probably done about 20 shows at that time. And there was a lady that came in every week, every week. She was like, This is my church. I, I get pumped up for the week because it's such a dope file. I get so relaxed. I just leave all my stress here. And she came in one day and she came in with a shirt. Right. She had made, I didn't even at that time, I had the logo that I put on my flyers. And she took that, did her little freehand version of it and put it on a shirt. And she came in with a a, a shirt from me and my co-host. And people were like, that's so dope. When can I get one? Uh, hold on. Let me find <laughs> out. I was like, when can they get one? And she was like, oh, I can make this for you. I can have them for you next week. How many do you need? I was like, how many people would like a shirt? And like, literally, we didn't even have the shirts. I hadn't even made the shirt. She hadn't even made the shirt. Right. It was just two of them. It was like, we sold eight shirts before we even had even a shirt right, to give right, them. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, I need to get her to make me some shirts. So like... <laughs> She ended up making me like 300 shirts and we sold out of those. Wow. And then we ended up making, oh, the poetic justice design. We sold out of that. And then I had another design, which was uh, gets in, stays in, spreads in. I sold out of that. And I was like, 
okay, I didn't even think about making a shirt. It wasn't even on my agenda to make a shirt. I had never even considered making a shirt. (laughs) But she came in with it. People wanted it. And there we go. You know, so sometimes other people, they see something that you don't even see. And also, I'll give her this credit, too. She was like, you need a website. You need a place where you can direct people to go. They can see when your next show is going to come up. They can see the artists that are going to be on a show. You can put all the pictures, a gallery. Right. She was like, she was like, in fact, I already started making one for you. I was like, how much you going to charge me? She was like, you know what, girl? I have, because I was letting her vend. She was like, you never even charged me to vend here. She was like, I'm making this for you for free. Wow. I guess so it was a elevation. So sometimes, you know, when you are, when you sew into people, when you um, try to help other people, you provide people a platform. Sometimes it comes back in ways that you would have never even expected. Exactly. It's it's funny you say that because I actually have somebody on my like on my side who does the same thing. It was this guy who um, runs a sports magazine. I literally just met this man back in January of 2020. I met him. He wanted me to shoot uh, some football players that played for the CFL up in Canada, out in Austin. So we went out there. We was go travel, and we instantly was just like linked up. And so, like you said, he said he saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm cool, whatever. But maybe I wasn't as confident as I thought I was. You know, and so he would come to me and just tell me all these things, like, yo, like I've worked for several publications. I work for Sports Illustrated. I work for the Houston Chronicle, Boma Enterprise, like all these different publications. And he was like, I've worked with like top-notch photographers. He was like, your stuff is like next level. You do not need to be doing just your everyday average photo shoot. And so, uh, you know, I sat there and I thought about it and he was just like, hey, if you ever need anything, just let me know. And I'm like, nah, because I don't want you know, feel like I'm taking mm. advantage of you or none of that and the other. And then one day I was just kind of like, all right, well, look, man, I might need some help because I kind of want to like go to the next level. So he was like, yo, I got you. And the next thing I know, I done shot like four celebrities just because he's helped me out in that sense. And he's just like, I don't want anything out of it. I just want to see you win. And like, like you said, man, it's just amazing how people see these things in you and they just, just, it just makes you want to work harder because you're impacting people like that to be able to see you do these great things. So, yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and it, you know, it gives you that feeling of, okay, wow, um, I didn't even see this for myself. They saw it for me. So what else am I like not seeing in myself? Maybe <laughs> I need to listen more to other people. Maybe I need to ask people, you know, sometimes I've asked people, what do you think, you know, like you see my brand, you see what I'm doing. What else do you think I should be doing? Is there something else that I'm missing? Is there a segment of this that I'm missing? You know, people have that People that come up with a podcast. I'm doing a live show, <laughs> poetry, comedy, and music. And they're like, you should do a podcast. You have a really wonderful voice. You tell these great stories when you're doing the show. You know, you get people all involved in these stories that you're telling. They would, they would tune in to listen to you. And I'm like, really? They would tune in to, oh, okay. I don't know anything about podcasting. Okay, I'm, I'm going to put that in my brain, you know. And so it's, it's interesting what people see in you. And then um, just taking that and saying, okay. How can I do this? Is this for me? And then is this a way for me to elevate um, and grow and evolve? And sometimes, like I said, I had to do that podcasting class because I didn't know anything about podcasting. I wanted to know something before I started to do a little research and all that. You know, so it's it's great to 
go back and learn. You took your five dollar Fiverr class, or yeah. no, it wasn't Fiverr. It was, it was, uh, Groupon. It was Groupon. Groupon. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. To I Groupon. said Fiverr because you said five dollars. I mean, that was a that was a man. That you know, was probably best five dollars you ever well, spent in your life. You know what though? I knew nothing of it. So I'm married to like a shopaholic, and I'm not talking about somebody who just goes out and just spend money, but somebody who knows how to spend money smartly, ah. <laughs> if that's even a word. But she, uh, when she bought the camera for me, she was like, take this course. And I was like, okay. And so it was like a two-week course or something like that, but I was able to pick up on it just like that. And so big ups to the Groupon course. <laughs> but big ups to the wife. Big, you know what I mean? Because she, she not only gave you the tool, but she gave you the training she to did. use the tool. She did. You know? <laughs> yeah i mean so and and that's another thing you know um i'm single but i have men in my life right that speak into my life and i have a friend who is in new york i've never met this guy but i've known him at least what nine months maybe so right when i was first starting the podcast you know, um, I was just running into like different obstacles. I was getting frustrated. I was getting angry. And he was like, stop, just stop. You overthinking this. Did you think everything was just going to fall into place? Just relax. Just do what you need to do right here. Do what you need to do right here. Do what you can do in a day. And you got this. That's what he would tell me every time I call him. You got this. And I was like, okay, I got this. And then it came to a point where, I didn't even have to call him when I was getting frustrated because I could hear his voice in my head saying, do what you need to do right now. Do what you can do today. Don't worry about the rest. And you got this. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, I was like telling myself, you got this. Right. You got this. Right. You know, and then I remember when we got, when I was first looking at my first downloads and then I started, it was like all this growth started to come. Cause it was at first, the first three months, I don't think I saw anything. It was like crickets, you know, right, it was like right, crickets, right. nothing. I'm like, I don't think my friends are even listening. I don't <laughs> think my family's even listening. What right. the heck am I doing? Right. And then like that, that, that fourth month, it was like, boom. It was like, there were listeners coming from everywhere. And I'm like, uh, we're like in 30 cities. I was like, like overnight, like I got subscribers in 30 cities. And he was like, that's great. I was like in like 10 countries. I was like, this like happened like overnight, like a right. couple of days. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> you know? And then I was like, okay, it actually is starting to grow. Okay. And then right. it just, it kept snowballing. And like this month is July. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, we're not even at the end of July, but I've already doubled my biggest month of downloads just in this month, you know? So I was like, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and I I think back to the very beginning when I was frustrated and I'm like, you know, I thought this was going to be a way for me to keep my following. I thought it was going to be a way for me to stay relevant. I thought all this and it doesn't look like none of this is happening, (laughs) (laughs) but you just keep going. And and I think exactly. One thing I want to say about elevation that I have learned with quarantine 
and with this whole process of the podcast is sometimes elevation is not like this. It is not a straight trajectory exactly. upwards. It is a, you go up a little bit, you slide down yep. and then you climb back up and you go a little higher and then you fall back down yep. and then you climb up a little higher and you learn from your mistakes and you learn from your setbacks and everyone kind of makes you a little stronger, a little better, a little wiser. Right. Um, Cause people, I think a lot of people have this idea that success is just this straight uphill climb, you it, know, and, not, and it's not, it's, no. it's a lot of sliding back and falling back and falling down. And, you know, but it's, it's that constant progress. It's a constant getting up, exactly. you know, again, after you fail. Exactly. And I've learned that. I've definitely learned that. So yeah. you, and you shaking your head, like, you know what I'm talking about. I know. I, I <laughs> totally agree. Um, like, it was it was weird because when I first got into it and when I started noticing, like, people were starting to notice the work and so on and so forth, you know, like you said, it would ebb and flow. I'd get just one rush, I'd be busy, 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 then it'll scale back. Then it'd get busy, 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 and then it'll scale back. And you just kind of see it going up and up and up and up. And so, like, you know, it's a little scary at first, but then you start to realize, like, okay, well, maybe I need to do this better and or maybe I need to do that. You just start paying attention to the progress and, like, what's not working and so on and so forth. And you just kind of, you just kind of go. So I, man, no, I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Well, what I've also learned is when it falls back, that's also my time to get all my stuff in order. Right. Like, cause when everything is so busy, you are so busy. You may be leaving stuff undone and not, you know, maybe not doing all your paperwork that you need to do. Maybe not doing all your bookkeeping, maybe not even taking care of your family or friends or, or even yourself. Right. Yeah. Like you need to. Right. And sometimes when, when things slow down, you know, part of elevating to me is also getting better at, taking care of yourself, getting better at finding balance, getting better at just learning how to do things. Like I've learned how to do a lot of things more efficiently. Right. You no, know, not, you know, I'm doing the same things, but I'm doing them faster or I've learned, you know, let me pay this person to do this instead of me doing it. Cause I could be using yes. my time on something else. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Or let me, let me go on Fiverr. Let me go on Groupon. Let Ooh. me see if I can find me a little discount Ain't here. A blessing. Oh, Fava is a blessing. <laughs> Fava is a blessing. Yes, it is. It's gotten me through so much uh, mm -hmm. within the last year. <laughs> yes, it is definitely a blessing. I, I've used it. The You know, everything I've used it for came out even better than I expected. So I was really happy with that. But just sometimes we have to learn that we can't do everything ourselves. And Elevation is not a solo project. I don't know anybody that succeeds by themselves. Everybody has to have some kind of support system, as you said, but even some kind of delegation. Yes. You know, you have to learn how to delegate. You have to learn how to, my son is in business school. I'm in business school too. Right. We will literally sit at this little table right here and have business discussions. Right. Right. I'm getting ready to run this ad. How does this sound to you? Oh, no, 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 mom. That, no, you're not, no. <laughs> Change that, that word, that right. word, that, no, that, no, don't do that, don't do that. Or here's my elevator pitch. How does this sound? Um, mom, I need to revise that for you. Right, Let me right. know, my professor says, you know, and I'm like, okay, go ahead, do, revise it. Right. You know, because two, two heads are better than one. 
Absolutely. You know, and so even though he's half my age, <laughs> I'm sitting here learning from him because he's he's been in business school a whole lot longer than I've been in business school. Right. You know what I mean? Right. About to, you know, graduate. So I need to sit down and learn, you know. And so elevation sometimes is also being humble enough to say, I don't know. Yes. I need to learn. I need to sit back and, and, and watch you know, and so that's something that I've also learned. And I'm, I'm very blessed <laughs> to be able to have a son that is giving me free advice because had right. I, you know, if I was paying for a consultant, they'd be charging me for every one of these little visits. You know what yeah, I mean? But right. here I can sit down and bounce ideas off of him and say, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know, what should I do here? What should I do there? Let's look at this. You know, here's my audience. Let's look at this market analysis. Right. How do I you know, how would I deal with this segment of people or whatever, you know? So I think, you know, I've learned a lot about a lot of things just, right. you know, by running a business. And oh, yeah. so I agree. I agree with you there. And it's funny you say that when you said that your son has been in business school the whole time is that's, I think that's another thing you don't realize is like, you know, in those times where things may be a little bit slow, like try to realize the resources that you actually have around you. Like I know for me, I've had resources that were sitting right there in my face and never, uh, never, never utilize them at all. You know, people that I knew who knew people, people that I knew who knew people who knew people, so on and so forth, just people who had contact and all this other good stuff. But me, I'm so like reserved. I'm like a very non-confrontational. I mean, I'm a, yeah, I'm a very non-confrontational person. I don't really just like to uh, step on, uh, step to people because I always feel like I'm kind of getting in their way and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, I started really starting to have the gall to just be like, all right, look, just see what happens. Just step out there and just see what happens. And so like when I started realizing what resources I had out there to be able to do the jobs that I'm doing right now, I realized that it worked for me in a big way. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So how did you come up with different mind designs? I, I like your, <laughs> your title for your business, your name for your business. It's so funny because I've always had this idea of wanting to run a business, whatever the case may be. So like when I first got into this, it wasn't always different mind designs. I actually started it as a graphic design company. Like I said, I wanted to do graphic design, or at least I thought I wanted to do graphic design. So uh, it was a company, I called it what, Showcase Designs or something like that. I think it was something like that. And this was back when I was living at home in Beaumont. And so we went, I went to like this uh, this business ministry to kind of get some basic fundamentals on like how to run a business. And so um, this lady reached out to me and she was like, hey, I want to kind of show you what it takes to run a business. So we actually ended up meeting one day and she was like, ah, Showcase Designs doesn't really sound like it fits for your, for your name. So I was kind of going through a whole bunch of different names and I was like, well, I'm a little different. I'm, I admit, I'm a little weird, whatever the case would be. So I think I always think, I think a little bit offbeat or whatever. And so I was just in, literally in the shower one day and I was like, different mind, different mind designs. And so at that time I came up with the name and had a totally different logo and everything. And I had called her or texted her or something like that. And I was like, what do you think about different mind designs? She was kind of like, okay, that sounds pretty cool. So it started there as graphic design and then somehow ended up into photography. So like, it, I don't know. It's just, like I say, I feel like I'm just a bit offbeat. Um, the, the tone of my business is actually very, different from what most people think a business should be run like. You know, people think it's supposed to be like corporate, executive, 
kind of formal and uptight where mine, I, I feel like I run it a little bit more casual, informal, you know, try to show the, the human side of things. Because, you know, when you want to meet with business and stuff like that, you want to uphold a level of professionalism, but you're not talking to like robots, you're talking to people. So, um, you know, like I say, just being a little bit offbeat, that's just how I run it. So like, yeah, I just, I just feel like I'm always thinking with a different mind. I like, she says it all the time that I say things that just kind of like, blow her mind at times just because my thought process is just a little different <laughs> so yeah okay so are the two <laughs> are the two d's meeting in the middle are like the meeting of the minds like the meeting of two different minds so actually that- it's pretty simple it's two d's and then if you really pay attention to it it's an m so it's different mind designs Okay. I like that. It's an M and it's a D. And that's exactly. pretty cool. Exactly. It also looks like a window to me, like a window into like a different dimension. Okay. Uh, that's an interesting, you know? aspect, interesting perspective. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But no, nah, I just thought of it. I honestly just thought of it as like the, you know, DMD. So. And I wanted to let my audience know he was so kind, him and his wife, to actually bring me my own Different Mind Designs t-shirt. So I'm going to look forward to wearing that. And I thank you for that. Not a problem at all. So, you know, we are in 2021. We're in July. And everybody in the world just went through quarantine last year. We're all coming out in this new 2021 trying to recoup and probably most of us trying to elevate because probably most of us got knocked backwards right to some degree um what have you found you know for me what i found was energy i you know i i've told on this podcast many times that i felt like i lost all the shows that i had planned lots of money that i had you know i could just see in my head coming to me in 2020 um And I felt just totally almost like a death when COVID happened because everything just evaporated. And for me sitting down and saying, what do I still have? What can I use to kind of come back from the ashes? The show that I just did was called Rise of the Phoenix. You know, and that whole idea of of we can all rise from the ashes. And that show actually was supposed to happen in February, but we had the frozen (laughs) wasteland of Texas to deal with. Oh, my goodness. And then people were still trying to, you know, rebuild after that. So and then I got so caught up with the podcast. So I didn't actually do that show till till um, now because I had postponed it. But um, I find it very humbling and very gratifying and just very amazing it just just boggles my mind that 2020 which was so devastating a year actually led to this year 2021 where I have a podcast in the top 10 percent globally um this is like the 40 no on Monday I'm gonna drop the 42nd episode but this is like almost the 70th episode that I've recorded because I have some that are actually you know banked that I'm working on editing and all that stuff um, I didn't even know I was going to be here. I've, I've right. written three books, you know, since 2020 sold out of the volume one twice. It's right. on his third printing. Um, just did volume two. I mean, didn't know I was going to be doing workshops. I had never done besides teaching school. And I had done been a part of workshops and done my little presentation in the workshop. Right. I had never done my own workshop ever in my life. I've done five in 2021. Awesome. Um, 
and I've done workshops to over virtually and in person over a thousand people. Right. Didn't even see any of that coming. So you want to talk about elevation. I felt like I was completely knocked down, completely off my you know, path, didn't even know where anything was going to go. Right. And then you just sit down or I sat down and said, okay, what am I going to do? Got inspired. Right. And then went from there. And then people coming together, people offering me opportunities, people saying, I believe in what you're doing. You know, like you talk about the support system, the, the network, the resources, all that. Right. And then you end up where you are, you end up here. You right. Know? And so, when it comes to elevation, I just think, you know, that people, even no matter where you are, you could be still stuck in 2020, even though we're in 2021. Right. You could still feel like you have nothing to work with, but you do. You right. do have things to work with. So, you know, what would you want to say to people that are out there that are, you were talked about hating their job or feeling stuck or feeling frustrated and feeling like they're maybe overwhelmed by things and they really want to elevate, but they don't even know where to begin. And they just kind of feel just angry and frustrated right. and sad and just all these, this negativity, all they feel is negativity. Right. You oh know? goodness. Uh, so, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. I honestly think it's just more of a faith thing. You know, I, I heard you say in 2020, like, what did you learn in 2020 throughout the whole thing? Well, my thing was probably faith. Um, you know, and it was weird because 2020 generally was a bad year. However, somehow for me, there was a bit of a silver lining in it because I did get a little scared. Part of that elevation, that fall back, slide back part. That's what I thought was going to happen. Oh, nobody's going to need photography. Like nobody got money right now. People losing their jobs. You know, people are getting furloughed. So, you know, money's real tight for a lot of people. Uh, what ended up happening was due to the fact that a lot of these people were out of work, they were like, we need work. And in this social media driven community that we live in today, um, a lot of people were needing headshots from LinkedIn and things of that nature. So, you know, that's when I started the faith thing really started coming into play because I was just getting calls left and right. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, I need to get a headshot. I need to get this. I need to get that. So 2020 really, really, really kept me real busy. And, uh, you know, that's where it kind of helped lead me to where I am today. And uh, I guess, yeah, the biggest thing is just that, you know, if you are, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling frustrated, just find whatever it is that you just love, whatever that thing that, 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 that tick you have in your heart, that burning desire that you feel, whatever it is, just do it. Um, I've always been one person who doesn't necessarily plan things. I don't know if that's very counterintuitive or not. It has worked for me, even to the way that I do my photo shoots. I've always lived in this, this life of like uncertainty, seeing what's out there. You know, it's scary, but it's so worth it because, you know, it's like walking into a dark room and you're trying to find a trophy. It's either going to be two football fields away or it's going to be two feet away. But un until you actually go out there and do it, you'll never know. So, you know, just find whatever it is that you love and just go for it. Even if you do have to strategize some sort of plan, you know, hey, if you want to walk away from your job, but you're scared that you're not going to have enough money, save some money. If you, uh, you know, cut back some bills, you know, just do whatever it takes to make you feel comfortable. I'll say this, you're never going to feel like you're 100% ready, no matter how ready you think you're going to be. But, you know, at the end of the day, if it's something that you really love to do, you know, that gift that God gave you, it's there for a reason. So just 
just do it. You know, like I said, it was it's a faith walk and you have to really that's like my biggest thing. Believe, really, really, really believe in yourself. So if you have if you have just that, everything else will fall into place. I agree with you on that. You know, when it comes to being stuck, um, I have always told people, get out your pen, get out your paper and say, you know, write down in my wildest dreams and just start listing in your wildest dreams. What would you want your life to be like? Or if I could have whatever I want, just start writing. If my life could be exactly the way I, you know, imagine it, just start writing. Because the thing is, to me, once you begin to actually put it down on paper and look at it, a lot of what we want isn't that, it's not that far-fetched. No. You know, it's really not that far-fetched. It just takes a little bit of faith and it just takes a little bit of work. And yes. and sometimes it's just, take, like you said, stepping out on faith and, and just taking a risk, you know, like, and you never know what's going to happen because I look back three years ago when I was doing open mics and I was just doing open mics because I love doing open mics. Right. And it was a stress reliever for me. It was just so nice to get up in front of the audience and perform. And you just you just leave all that stress on the stage and people are clapping and they're laughing with you and they're smiling with right. you. And, you know, and you just feel this family. And I'm like, OK, this is just great. I had no idea uh, owner, business owner, venue owner was going to come up and say, I love your poetry. Create a show for me. Nice. I don't like this open mic. I want to know who's going to be on the flyer. And I said, give me a month. I've never done a show before in my life. Right. Right. I just called up like 10 people I knew. I need a DJ. I need somebody to create a flyer. I need somebody to co-host with me because I'm kind of laid back. I need somebody hype. Who do you guys know? You know, I may be a comedian, maybe a comedian, you know? Um, <laughs> I just called up like 10 people I knew. A month later, we had a show. Nice. Three years later, you know, we've done 60 shows. Nice. And that one show led to the merch, led to... You know, the podcast led to the books, right. led to all this stuff that you see on this table. Just saying that one yes. And then it came to another yes and mm -hmm. another yes and another yes. And it just, I never knew that any of this, you know, if anybody would have told me three years ago, okay, Marlena, that's my real name. You guys know me by Zenashe. Marlena, <laughs> you are going to have a top 10 global podcast. You're going to have three books out. You're going to have done 60 shows and work with right. over 85 artists in the city of Houston and nationally in the next three years. I'm going to say, I would have said, how is that even possible? Right. What are you talking about? Because right. right. it wouldn't have even seemed like that could have happened. But the thing is, all it took was one That's yes it. and then another yes and another yes. So people don't know how one decision can just put you on a totally different path. Right. And and just if it feels right, if it feels like this is following your dream, this is following your passion, your gift, do it. You 100%. don't have to know you don't. everything that's going to happen after that. Just take all. the first step. Right. You know, and and what do you think about what was that like first step for you? Was it was it leaving your business and saying I'm going to go in the business for myself? Was that the first step, like that step to change your life? It, I, I would, yeah, I would say so. Um, ever since then, you know, it was just like, 
take that step. And when I did it, it just it just felt so great. But um, I heard you say earlier that, you know, no such thing as being far fetched. I'm glad you say that, because um, like I said, me being a person that kind of thinks off beat or whatever, I've always like, well, not always, but ever since I've done this, I've learned, you know, you also have to learn how to avoid distractions. Mm-hmm. And when I mean distractions, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm talking about your naysayers, your critics, your I don't want to say haters because hate is such a strong word. I'm going to say you're confused fans. You know, all those people, <laughs> they are. Hate Hate is such a strong word. You know what I mean? Hate is not, it's, it's not that they dislike you. It's just that they love you in a very twisted way. Because if they didn't love you, if they didn't love you, they wouldn't talk about you. You see what I'm saying? So you have to learn how to kind of uh, avoid those types of distractions because, you know, although some of these people, maybe even some of the closest people to you, it could be family members, your best friends and so on and so forth. And granted, you know, they're saying these things out of love because they're concerned about, you know, where you're going in life, but you have to know that, look, I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing this for y'all. So, you know, every man walks his path, a path alone and it's up to him to make the decisions. It's not about, um, it's not about what everybody else thinks about you. So you have to learn how to just learn how to, you have to just learn how to stay focused, stay driven and just go, you know? So, um, yeah. (laughs) I I agree with you. I agree with you. And, and don't talk about what you want to do with everybody, you know, keep it to the very select few that you really feel you can trust and really have your best interest at heart. Because it's sad to say, I love how you said you're confused fans. Yeah. It's sad to say, but um, everybody isn't in your corner in that way because people can only see what they can see for themselves. Right. And if in their mind, they can't imagine, you know, this big life for themselves, it's hard for them to imagine it for anybody else. Right. And it's not that they're trying to hurt you. They just really can't even imagine it. Right. You know, they just really can't even see it. And, um, so I have learned that there are people who have vision mm-hmm. and there are people who don't. Right. And I can talk to the people who have vision because sometimes those people will even give you a bigger vision than the one that you had. But I'm not going to talk to the ones that don't have vision about my vision because those are the ones that are going to try to punch holes in, in the vision. Right. You know, and, and that's not what you need. So you have to protect you know, that vision. And, and I would also say this, I believe a lot in, in, I always talk about journaling, but I also believe a lot in setting intentions. Sometimes before I go to sleep, if I have a problem, I will say, okay, this is really bothering me. I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to believe that I'm going to be given some kind of guidance. When I, when I wake up, I'm going to wake up with some kind of direction and I'm going to believe that God, my ancestors, my subconscious right. from somewhere, <laughs> help will come. <laughs> right. And nine times out of ten, when I do that, you know, I wake up and I have this idea. Right. You know? And it may even be a strange idea, but I have an idea. And, and if I put that idea into practice, a lot of times that solves my problem. You know? So, um, yeah, it, it's it's we don't even know what we have inside of us no. in terms of like the power that we have in our imagination and our ability to goal set and plan and visualize. Um, I've found that that's so powerful and it can just really elevate you as we're talking about, 100%. it can really just bring you to a whole nother level. Um, and, and also I talk about this all the time. Look at role models. 
Look at the people that, you know, I mean, this book that I have, my goal setting package, I filled that with Ruby D and Harriet Tubman and right. Oprah Winfrey and Denzel Washington and Dizzy Gillespie and um, Eartha Kitt. And, I mean, just person after Langston Hughes. And why? Because these are people who did not have it easy. They, right. they went through things, but they had a vision. Right. They had a goal. They had a choice and they chose to believe in themselves. You know, you look at someone like Samuel L. Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Um, the man had a drug problem. He didn't even become, you know, a famous actor until he was almost as old as I am. I think he was like 46 when he got his big break. Right. Something like that. Right. And most people would have written him off. You're never going to be anything. You're just going to be a drug addict all your life. Right. That's all you're going to be. But one day, you know, something happened with his daughter and he made a choice. I am never going to be this person right here again. I have to change my life. Right. And I have to go in a different direction. And he had the support of his wife. He had the support of his family. And I mean, and now, man, how many movies has he been? And I don't even know. He is an icon in our society, exactly. but not because he did it all right. He made a lot of mistakes. So it doesn't matter if you've made a lot of mistakes. It doesn't matter if you um, if you feel I have wasted my life. Right. Well, you're still alive. It, yes. <laughs> it's not over yet. You yes. know, like Pitbull says, any day above ground is a good day. It's a good day. You right. have a chance to make something of yourself. So that kind of seemed to resonate with you. Like you're it, still. Is that yeah. Old? I mean, no, I, I'm, I'm with you 100 percent. And it's funny you say that because you, you have these influences. I'm the same way. I use hip hop as my way of being influenced to drive as much as I do. Like right now, I'm being on like Nas and Wu-Tang Clan right now because I've been watching their documentaries and stories and like that. But their stories are so interesting because, you know, like they said, they had a hard life. You know, these guys are living in the slums. The projects are like New York City. And, you know, people were telling them, oh, you what, what's rap going to do for you? But they mm. believed in themselves so much to where like they just... You know, once they got out there and just took that step and stumbled a few times and learned from their mistakes, it was just like watching them grow and then watch their success. It's just so inspiring. It just kind of makes you want to, you know, do that for yourself. So, man, I'm with you 100 <laughs> percent. Well, we are going to wrap up. I think we've covered a lot of things about elevation. Um, we've covered that you really need to have goals. You really need to have those affirmations. You need to surround yourself with a good support system. You yes. need to believe in yourself, protect your vision. And then when you got that great wife or great <laughs> friend, you know what I'm saying? And they're speaking life into you, you know, take that guidance, be humble yes, and be able to take direction. You know, don't think that you know it all. Use the resources you have around you. Um, use, you know, ask for help. You know, go to Fiverr or to <laughs> YouTube, you know, go find out what you don't need to know. Right. You may need to go back to school. Right. I'm back in school. He went and took his photography class. You know, don't think that, you know, it all. We, none of us know it all. We all have to learn. We all have to go and elevating a lot of times, you know, I think it was Einstein said, you don't solve a problem with the same thinking that created the problem. So sometimes you have to learn something new to get out of the situation you're in, you know, so you may have to pick up a book, Right. it, it could be an audio book if you don't like to read right. real books, you know, <laughs> or you may have to tune into, you know, documentaries. How did the people that you admire get to where that they get to where they got, you know? And so 
everything you see on this table for people who are watching, you know, all of this is inspirational stuff. I have my magnetic bookmarks. I have my keychains. I have my motivational bands. I have my personal development package. All of this is about zenergizing your life, that urge for more peace and fulfillment in life, getting to a higher place, getting to a better place, um, tapping into what you already have inside of you, giving yourself a new mindset, um, and, whatever tools that you need to, to use to do that. And so that's what Zenergy is about. And I know that Different Mind Designs <laughs> is about that too. So I want you to kind of tell them a little bit more about your business, where they can find you, you know, okay. what kind of services you offer and things like that. Okay. Well, the real quick, the basis of Different Mind Designs is all about confidence, creativity, and chemistry. My job as a photographer is to work around you, um, to bring out the confidence in you, make it a very fun experience so we can get natural um, and beautiful looking photos. Um, the type of photography that I like to to do is portraiture. I do uh, editorials, headshots, um, getting into more commercial stuff, and I also do real estate photography. And um, you can actually find me at my website at Different Mind Designs, and you can follow me on Instagram at Different Mind Designs. All right. Awesome. Awesome. And I am Zenashe, Z-E-N-A-S-E. So you can find me on Instagram at Zenashe Poetry, Z-E-N-A-S-E Poetry. You can find me on Facebook at Zenashe, Z-E-N-A-S-E. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Zenergy also, Z-E-N-N-U-R-G-Y. It's on 25 platforms, top 10 global podcasts. So if this is your first episode, don't let it be your last. We have 42 episodes that are already published. I publish a new one each week. Um, and if you want to be on the Zenergy podcast, I interview everybody, anybody who is about this positive move forward, um, this, this whole idea of more peace and fulfillment in life. So if you're, you've got that positive energy, you got that positive mindset, you can come on and talk about you know, what you're doing and, and talk about these different concepts. Cause we're going A to Z talking about different ways that we could elevate in this case, uh, different ways that we can really improve our lives. And that's what the whole purpose is. We all want growth and improvement and success and fulfillment. And we can define that however we want. It's not about how other people define it for us. So mm. I want to thank my guests. So you introduce yourself again to the people. Call me Latoni the Nocturnist Had Not. <laughs> All right. And his beautiful wife? Adrian. Adrian Had <laughs> Awesome. And I am Zenashe. And thank you guys for joining us. May you walk in Zenergy. Have a great night. My name is Zenashe, and I have a weekly podcast called Zenergy which is fuel for the mind, body, and soul. And this is the Zenergize Your Life Goal Setting Package, Volume 1. It comes with the workbook, a journal, stickers, a bookmark, tabs, and a QR code where you can find my podcast. And inside this workbook, you're going to have 16 different principles. The first one I'm going to show you mine is abundance. You have a place to put pictures that inspire you of role models, also pictures of goals that you want to create, goals, journal prompts, meditations, affirmations, all kinds of things to help you focus on this principle to better your life. And like I said, there are 16 principles. So this is a $15 package that comes with all of these things I've shown you, $21 with shipping and handling, and you can get it at laughsandlyrics.com. So Zenergize Your Life with me. Thank you.